0: Different men, the boys are back in your homes.
1: We are a man and a different man, and we're back in your home.
0: Two men that tell you things you should know, things you should be interested in, things to be in life. And some reason you come back, maybe not all of you might not have come back and you dropped a while back, but. Some of
1: you heard the first episode I can see from the numbers Some of you heard the first
0: episode And you were like Hell no Never listen to <laughs> I Forgot to look at the numbers And see how, how it's gone Yep Yep That first episode probably might have hinder us Maybe we should delete it And then like see how the next one does And then just delete that one and I've thought that.
1: about that actually Delete Delete, delete. <laughs> Slowly, Slowly delete the old episodes As we progress Maybe oh. we could like archive them And put them in the In the like patreon or something i don't know
0: eh, that's not a bad idea but
1: <laughs> but if you guys are here we stoked as hell
0: stoking those fires
1: and we get into some good shit on this first episode of season three
0: we do we're gonna talk Bitexcoin, which um just saw an article there's a theory that's started um, we'll see how far it goes. But uh, someone started a theory that Satoshi may have actually put the the millions of coins that he took out initially. Mm-hmm. It's actually, you know, in like a locked state for someone to find and take. Like, it's like a giveaway thing. You just have oh, to like figure out the clues and then get it. Yeah. And are, most of it's like, no, but... It, uh, maybe they're onto something. There might be. Maybe he, that person or someone comes across it and unlocks it. And they're like, oh, my God. I got all these Bitcoin now. Um, but we're talking Bitcoin. We're talking Biden. We're talking, well, not really. but A little <laughs> bit. Uh, we're talking. Throw them in there. We're talking the booty. Not the booty. But the Bitcoin booty. Um, uh, I don't know why you're. <laughs> described it that way okay (laughs) (laughs) because the buccaneers won the super bowl that's why i'm describing it that way um oh yeah what else are we going into what did we start this conversation with uh uh gurus
1: like suits like uh social media gurus and influencers give you a little
0: sidetracked we get a little lost like we usually do and then we get back to the topic so uh, um three two one go
1: I think what happens is that I get inspired and I'm like, we're going, we're going in, we're going hard. And you're like, I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for this. What are you doing? You're just dragging me along. This is, this is, this is totally
0: unfair. You can't just do this to me. Yeah. You, you set up things and then you like jump the gun and you're like full steam ahead. And I'm like, no, Franco. <laughs> <laughs> and I you know I do this. You and you don't even, you don't even tell me, you don't even tell me, you just, you just go for it and then let me see it on the post that you post and then i just gotta go with it it's <laughs> <out there. laughs>
1: that is true that is true so or anyway, you guys know now
0: we we're supposed to be back in march not february <laughs> as we yeah were well twice
1: <laughs> i mean i feel like in season two we kind of spaced the episodes out so
0: i think two, we lived through a covid pandemic and it's still going on but that is
1: true and not yeah much well
0: fans.
1: i think if you listen to this show you know by now you're not getting these every week you might get like two you might get them every week depends on if we have time but i feel like you guys are okay with having them less often if they're high quality i feel like that's a fair bargain
0: i feel i agree i just don't know if we're high quality <laughs> i think
1: we're getting there i mean like we uh, we're definitely better than we were at the beginning
0: wouldn't mind, you know, getting more consistent, but that, you know, everything, whatever. Who cares? Whatever. You, you want to come see me? I'm still exiled by you, so it doesn't even matter. So.
1: You know what? It doesn't matter if I come see you or not. You're still going to do this every episode. You'd be like Franco doesn't want to. Franco doesn't love me. Franco doesn't uh, give me attention. Uh, he didn't talk to me all day two days ago, and I still haven't let it go. Never. That's you. Have I? So I what ever- you sound like.
0: We lived together for about a year (laughs) right door next door neighbors in the same building never had i ever done that except for maybe once a day and you were there and you weren't there i still did it this has been our relationship since day one the moment i met you in our little computer thing that we had to do the moment you left i was like he left me he left me alone that's how first time yeah that's how i felt because you finished the stupid test way before me and you're like I'm gonna head out I'm like cool you're not gonna wait for me awesome
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's fair okay but like to be fair that's just a problem that I have like people have always told me this my whole life like my friends that I make are always like yeah when I met you I thought you were kind of an asshole because you just you didn't seem like you wanted to be my friend and it's not that it's like I'm I'm shy and I'm worried that I'm like imposing on people if i'm like hey you want to walk to the want to walk to the car together like i feel like they're gonna be like oh my god this guy thinks that he he can just walk with me who does he think he is
0: <laughs> i feel like you do kind of come off as an asshole that's okay i
1: do because i'm i'm quiet when you first meet me yeah
0: you're like hey i don't know you yeah yeah i
1: slowly open up it takes a while. You're just like an open book right away. You're just a nice, a nice person. If you like it, people, you let them know.
0: It's awkward for me not to. It it gets more awkward when there's not things being like talked or whatever. So I have to like jump in and like keep things going because like I, I hate it when people are just like, well, it's hard to say on a podcast. I mean, I can show it better, but you know, you're just you're just you're just silent, you know, and awkward silence. And it's just, and then you're like, somebody talk. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you mean. That's true. So that in the opposite sense is I don't want it to die out. (laughs) You you don't even let it start. You're just like,
1: (laughs) see, and this is what everybody needs to understand. Like everybody needs to understand that we're all insecure and whatever you are thinking that the other person is thinking when they're doing what they're doing that makes you insecure that's not what they're thinking they're thinking about themselves and if we all did that i feel like we'd all have an easier time i
0: we're good (laughs) what (laughs) what what went off on your little thingy and i got too distracted with your stupid mustache to say even register what you're saying you know
1: what you have had a mustache the entire time i've known you and i've never said a goddamn word about it and then i have the audacity to grow one and i hear about it every day
0: i never had a mustache i would never have a mustache i even i shaved into a mustache as a joke and then shaved it because i was like this is horrible you got a little caterpillar there and at least i do remember that at least it looks good and decent now, but when you first started doing it, like I'm going to go to mustache. I'm like, please let that go. (laughs) (laughs) And it takes time now, but I still hate it. Uh,
1: it takes, it takes time to grow a quality mustache.
0: The name Tom Selleck.
1: I mean, he's a handsome man. Burt Reynolds.
0: Yeah. In the, another handsome
1: man. Yeah. I mean, but he was handsome when he was young. Another handsome man. Um,
0: no
1: i'm trying to prince prince had a mustache very handsome
0: off the mustache you cannot (laughs) um until it gets a little more thicker, i think and more linear i'm trying to think of more people with mustaches a portion of your skin peeking out underneath the mustache there it's just all mustache. (laughs) i think will be good
1: here's the thing about mustaches though you don't grow them for other people you grow them exclusively for yourself because a lot of people don't like mustaches. So you ha- if you're going to do it, you have to decide you don't care if other people like it and I don't care if other people like it. I like it.
0: I will forever. If I ever see you trim half of it,
1: you will forever trim half of my mustache. If you see me
0: like, okay, well it,
1: now I'm never coming to your house.
0: And then you, if you accept it, it's okay. I know where you live. And then if, if you accept it, <laughs> As, as, a, as a half stash, being like, just gonna be myself because DeAndre keeps doing it for me. I'm gonna make sure to do it as a Hitler stash. So now you're criticized wherever you go if you try to keep it. You
1: heard it here first, everybody. DeAndre is okay with Hitler mustaches.
0: Nope. No, don't even start putting that. Up. All right, you know what? We're gonna talk about that too. We're gonna to talk <laughs> about cancel culture.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's talk about cancel culture. Well, I didn't know that was on the menu.
0: <laughs> we we can, I guess. <laughs> I'm Not prepared for this, but we can. On the menu, but then you drop that on me. So fair enough. Fair Go enough. ahead and cancel me on a Hitler mustache uh, point of view. <laughs> My words are out.
1: But that is kind of what people do. Like, which is crazy. Like, you know, I mean, I just I feel like there's some things that people get angry about uh that are reasonable and then there's some things like that where people like just choose something that somebody said then take it totally out of context and like see you see what he said and it's like who hurt you what are you doing
0: look how cute you are with your little mic and headphones set up and i'm over here just being like my computer does it all for me
1: yeah you got you got Technological in uh
0: I should actually put my headphones on here, like the quality setup, but maybe. in college
1: you got technological. You got deep in the technological.
0: I've always been like that, not even just in college, sir. What are you talking about?
1: <laughs> that like young DeAndre mode when we're wearing that hat running around in the streets in that movie.
0: Oh what?
1: The movie you were in.
0: I' not wearing a hat.
1: You weren't wearing a hat in the movie? Oh, I guess you weren't wearing a hat. You had that same hair,
0: though, in that movie, that, that hair yeah. that you have right now. Actually, it wasn't this long, but, yeah, it was it was longer. Um, it was longer, wasn't it?
1: I forget you used to kind of have long hair. No, Like, this, it's long right now, but this isn't typically, like, what your hair looks like.
0: This is longer. This is the longest I've ever had it. I've, th- that was – what am I trying to say? This is longer than what that was in the movie anyways Hmm. anyways we promised someone somewhere today we were going to talk about something solely other things but mainly bitcoin um and i was going to start the episode by saying uh something some corny joke about bitcoin um (laughs) i forgot about bitcoin but we sidetracked out of that so the joke's dead and i don't even know what i was gonna say but um here we are.
1: Here we are. Um, well, so the first thing we should talk about, because for me, they're kind of connected. The first thing I wanted to talk about was what you mentioned about internet gurus and like the yoga, like tarot card people that you were encountering.
0: Oh, I wasn't encountering. I'm just saying like, it's there. Um, but go Do you want to
1: explain or should I?
0: You can explain because I told you I was going to let you have that one because that all I had to say was all I had to say about it. <laughs> all right.
1: Well, DeAndre messaged me earlier today and was sort of like, you know, I'm seeing a lot of people, you know, we're not naming names, but like people that we're aware of, people that perhaps we have met on upon occasion <laughs> who um, have gotten caught up in this world of being like, Instagram influencers slash tarot card reading spirituality um, personalities slash fitness life, lifestyle coach uh, people, people of, of that nature. And DeAndre asked me, like, what is it about? Like, why is this happening? Like, why are there so many of these people uh, in our vicinity? People that we know, basically. Like, I was trying to avoid saying that, but we know a lot of these people. And um, I told him, I actually have a lot of thoughts about this, but I was going to save it for the podcast. So, I think that that world is actually incredibly appealing to people our age. I mean, I know it's mostly people our age who use these platforms anyway, like Instagram. I mean, Instagram is changing. Older people are starting to use it. But for the most part, I would still say it's like millennials and and younger who are using it. And I think that people in our age bracket are um, confused, are like really, really confused, a lot of us. And I think that a lot of people actually think about all the stuff that we've talked about on this show, like being discouraged because your career isn't working out, kind of being kind of um, perplexed as to what's going on in the world with politics with the last couple of years. And feeling like, what should I be doing? Like, who am I? What You know, where, where is my place in this world? Like, did I miss the moment? Am I just not working hard enough? Like, it's a really hard time to be a young person. It's always been a hard time to be a young person. But right now, there's all these unique things that our generation is dealing with. Like, whether you want to talk about student debt or, you know, um, a, a volatile economy where the Wealth gap is widening between the rich and the poor. If you want to talk about the decline in religion, uh, if you want to talk about the decline in, um, you know, quote unquote traditional values, I guess, like, you know, all these things are changing and it sort of feels at times like the ground is just falling apart underneath your feet. And so I think people our age turn a lot of this time toward things that feel like they're in their control. Like, I think I've said on the show before that I think there's people, I think I feel like people our age all seem to believe that they're mental health experts they don't say that explicitly, but you can see it in the way people talk about things online. The way that they talk, you know, they use these like buzzwords when it comes to like mental health issues. They'll just they'll just throw around terminology like they, you know, have a degree in it. Nothing you need to have a degree to know um, things about that stuff. But but nonetheless, it seems like a lot of people our age. seem to think that they know a lot about um, mental health issues. And I think that that's because a lot of people our age have mental health issues. We've like all, a lot of people our age, like want to go to therapy, but can't afford it or have been in therapy because they have like anxiety disorders or depression. And a lot of this, for me, this stuff is all connected. I think that it's connected to like what's going on in the world. And that's why people feel this way in part. Um, So anyway, I think part of what happens there is that people feel lost and confused and fitness and that world of like, be your best self, you know, tap into the universe's energy, um, like, you know, carve your own path. Like you can, be, <clears throat> you don't need traditional institutions. You can just be a a fitness coach or like an Instagram influencer, and you can like make your own life. That's a very appealing idea. And sometimes it works. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there that are doing that, that are very happy, they make a good living. But a lot of the time, um, I think it's a way that people patch over what they're going through. It's sort of like a Band-Aid. The same way that in the past, like religions were a band-aid, or, you know, the same way that a lot of people use politics, for instance, as a bandaid, they just pour themselves into like political issues that are actually kind of far away from them. And they don't have a ton of control over and they use that to channel all their energy into because things aren't necessarily going well in their lives. Um, and so I think like with the fitness stuff, and like the Instagram influencers, that's sort of what it is, is like it, there's this term that I've heard people use because um, I'm into meditation and I've listened to a lot of like meditation teachers talk about this idea of like uh, spiritual bypass, which is the idea that like you have some kind of suffering or like trauma or, or whatever it is, like you have some like issue that you're dealing with. And basically, instead of addressing it and getting into the root of it and doing the hard work of like trying to, you know, whether it's like go to therapy or like, you know, put your life together, whatever the thing is, instead of like dealing with it, you bypass it and you grab onto this other thing and you're like, this is going to be the thing that fixes it. But the problem is you never actually address the thing that's wrong with you. You just kind of ignore it and pour yourself into this other thing. So for a lot of people, I think that's what this is. I think it's like, you know, I found um, Tarot and I'm going to like be a Tarot card reader. And that's my whole thing now. Or I'm like a fitness person and that's my whole thing now. And you can be into fitness. You can be into Tarot. Um, I think you guys know what I'm saying. Like you could be into these things. Uh, DeAndre and I both have shit like that. Like that we're interested in. Like I just mentioned, I'm interested in meditation. I like, I, I like, I mean, I like fitness. DeAndre works out a lot too. I mean, we all have stuff that we're interested in and we can even like talk about these things online, but there, there is like a very specific thing that I think people do where they like fit themselves into these boxes because that's what they're doing. And also because it, um, it, it like is, is a way in which you can get rewarded and you can kind of get community and feel, like you're getting approval from people that you know because they see you online and they like say, "Wow, like you're really looking good, you're really doing great." Um, on this topic, I just want to throw out a recommendation. There's the podcast I listen to called uh, "A Millennial's Guide to Saving the World," and she just did an episode um, with a food. She used to be a food blogger, and she just did an episode with uh, her friend who is like a a health. I think she's a health. I don't want to give her the wrong title, but basically she, um, she knows about nutrition and diet. And so she helps people with their, with their, uh, with their health uh, in that regard. And they just had this really great conversation on the most recent episode um, about like how there's a lot of sickness in that industry. Like there's a lot of people, like a lot of those, one of the things they talk about is there's a lot of those people who are actually like these like gurus who are promoting like these different diets and and stuff um who are actually themselves like very sick and that's why they're into it is they're trying to find a way to feel better and how there's a lot of those people who like they they talk one way online but that's not necessarily what they're always doing offline it's a lot of times it's just like it's a business model it's like anything else um so that that was really interesting for me to listen to because i've been thinking about all this stuff a lot and then also there was a while where I was kind of into that stuff. I mean, I was sort of into like this mindset of like, oh, like I, if I just, I didn't think about it this way and I don't think that these people were talking about thinking about it this way, but it was kind of like, oh, if I just work out more and like get my diet together, my life will like come together. And um, I wish it was that easy. I wish that you could just kind of like do a handful of things correctly and then your life comes in, into place and those things definitely help you know um, it's good to eat a healthy diet it's good to get exercise and sleep but you can you can do all those things and that doesn't mean that you're going to be happy or healthy uh, so I think it's I'm not an expert I'm just speaking from my own experience and what I think I see around me but I think it's a lot harder than that so I think that's where it comes from and I think this actually leads into some of the Bitcoin stuff we wanted to talk about, but I, I'll talk about that in a second because I'm going to shut up for a minute and let DeAndre talk.
0: I have nothing to say. <laughs> we can move on from here.
1: Okay. What do you What do you think about that?
0: Um, well, like I said, what I all, all I really had on that was just uh, what I, my statement being, what is with all these people, like just emerging on like platforms that have gone and kind of haven't done what they were what their goals initially were and now they're kind of like here doing all these like spiritual awakenings and spiritual services mm-hmm. I guess. Um yeah and I I you know I was like okay cool there's a few people like doing that that's cool But then all of a sudden, there's a mass influx of like more, and I'm like, okay, we don't need all of you to be doing like. But I guess like it does interest people, sure. But it's just it's just a weird thing that I noticed that like more and more and more keep popping up of like these people doing this, and I'm just like, um, all right.
1: Yeah, I mean for sure, and I you know honestly like I remember, like I said, I mean I kind of remember feeling that way like when I was struggling with my career path and like what I wanted to do with my life, there was a while where I was like using that stuff, like the spiritual stuff and the the diet and workout stuff to, to like make myself feel better about the stuff that wasn't working out. Cause I was like, oh, well it's okay that I'm not where I want to be. And I'm not, and I'm discouraged. Cause now I don't have to follow that stuff. I can just be happy with this stuff. But then what happened for me anyway is like, you know, two years go by and I was like, oh shit, I still want that other stuff. I just, <laughs> but now I haven't worked towards it. I just kind of, I just kind of like stepped away from it and thought I would be fine because I had these other things, but it turns out these other things are just kind of like a, a sad replacement for what it was I really wanted. And again, like that doesn't mean that that's everybody, but like, I, I do think that's a big part of it is, is that our generation, a lot of people our age, just like I said, I, I think they they feel lost and confused and then they find these like instagram accounts or like influencers and they're like oh i'll just be like this i'll do this 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 saved my life so i'm gonna do this you know and um you're right like not. i don't think everybody like some people sure yeah yeah i'm sure there's some people that do that and it's like real but we you're right i don't think we need everybody to do that
0: but i i guess it's it is like you know when you're turning to like a religion you know or like you're you're looking for answers or whatever it's similar to, you know, you're, you're turning to that. So I guess, sure. In that regards, I'm okay, you don't have because I know, generationally speaking, this generation, the next generation aren't as religiously prone, than older generations are. Mm. The scale has definitely tipped. And that's going to be an interesting thing to see how like, churches, you know, fight back on this moneymaker and religious like outgoing of people as that mm-hmm. older generation dies. And then the needle starts tipping to the empty, you know, and then yeah. it's like, well, we need to get more people in. Like, what are the, what extremes do they, the church go to to try to pull people into the uh, well, I mean, I guess we're kind of seeing that nowadays with like modern, more uh, hip churches. Mm-hmm and more more in tune with the younger generation um by like you know incorporating oh we're not in a church anymore we're at a back lot alley warehouse with these projectors and this live band and yeah and you know and like this projection presentation and this next you're gonna know it's gonna be like an interactive like mean come meet jesus in a a hologram (laughs) kind of thing we got him right here, folks. The uh, son of God. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be here every day uh, this time, this time, this time. Yeah. Honestly, some it's in, I wonder what some priests and pastors and all them have been doing since you know COVID hasn't really had them have church. <laughs>
1: well, there have been a couple of places. I don't know if you saw that horrible place in Albuquerque that like had on Christmas, there was like hundreds of people inside
0: yeah i know the mass that like people going against orders and stuff but like i wonder like the ones that are just chill you know being like oh okay well this is what it is like what did they go off on vacation somewhere or they just you know that's a good
1: question i don't know yeah i wonder how many churches have survived or had to close i feel like i kind of wrote about this in a blog post the other day i feel like I'm seeing a lot of millennials actually become like Christian lately. I think it's kind of the same thing. I feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like people are confused and.
0: Yeah. And turning to things. Uh, it makes sense the way you. Yeah. You, we talked about it. Like it makes sense. Um, yeah. So cool. I'm glad we kind of talked through that one. Me too. Uh, what else you got? So, um,
1: shout out to uh, Andrew Yang, who DeAndre and I have talked about a bunch, but he's running for mayor and he recently had COVID.
0: That's true. And did I ever bring it up on the show that I had it too?
1: Oh yeah. We should talk about that. So DeAndre (laughs) also had COVID.
0: Because um, I was just thinking about it in the back of my head. I was like, I remember telling you, like, I had a cold on one episode and stuff, and then ended up being COVID. Um, yeah,
1: do you guys remember in the last episode? <laughs> okay, so I just remembered. We haven't talked to them in a minute. The last episode that we did, you guys, if you listen to it, you hear DeAndre a couple times mention that he has a cold, that he's going to get a test. He doesn't think it's COVID. He's like, yeah, it seems like it's just a cold. No, it was. It was COVID. And we, we, <laughs> he didn't know. <laughs> And he had actually come over to my house, like, two days before to drop off some presents. And he didn't come inside, but, like, um, Monique and I kind of freaked out. And we were like, oh, maybe we have it, too. And so we got tested. We were both negative. But, Deandre, yeah, DeAndre had it. And I, I – well, do you want to tell him what I did?
0: Ostracized me. Exiled me. <laughs>
1: that is about what I'm talking about.
0: <laughs> Cut me you off what from I'm talking all, about. all communication of what? Any kind. And it, I didn't communicate with you at all while you had COVID. Is that right? Not a single moment in that two-week period. You're like, I'm not going to hear from you because I'm afraid I'm going to get it through the phone, and then I have to test every time I <laughs> talk to you on the phone. basically, that's what you did. Don't even, don't even, don't even laugh about it because this is a serious situation. You got tested without even coming in contact with me, sir, <laughs> and no in, interaction with me whatsoever. And you went and got tested because I of see. me.
1: I do still laugh sometimes about the text that you sent me because I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm being tested just to be safe. And you were like, what are you talking about? You're like that guy who's doesn't, who's what did you say? You're like, you're like that guy at the club that the bouncer won't let in, but you're like, whatever, I didn't want to go in anyway. But then you still try to get in. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that, that, that's paraphrasing what I said, sure. But um yeah, Franco went and got tested. Also, you're making it seem like I walked up, coughed on your wife, and then like left. <laughs> That's true.
1: That's not what happened.
0: I, I was safe. I knew I was like had a cold, which I thought was a cold at the time. So I wore my mask. I made sure to keep everything clean. I didn't yeah. walk in. I didn't hand it to her. I like, you know, here, here's this for you guys. Boop, and then left, and was oh, more than six feet away and everything and so mm-hmm. you were very safe yeah so yeah um but I had it it was mild I lost my I knew it after the cold turned into something a little different where my senses started like feeling like they were like burning and like a I don't it's a it was a weird sensation um and I just couldn't smell anything but I thought it was just because my nose was stuffy. And then once it cleared up, I had no smell and no taste for a few days. And that's how it, it went. And that's how I knew. And then also I had gotten the test results back. And I was like, well, I'm positive. So now I am I know I had it. Um, and then, of course, the next thing was like, well, how do you know you have it? Well, because I had the symptoms. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not normal symptoms. I mean, it's true when you have it you'll know like oh oh that's that felt like this but it is different um so yeah and then i made i managed through but franco basically exiled me and, for good reason because you know you know i couldn't come over or he didn't want to speak to me or deal with anything cuz he was afraid that in any sense he was going to catch it from me i was like a leper to him
1: <laughs> i i that well, that is kind of true. I did do that. Also, though, I <laughs> had supplements delivered to Deandre's house because I was. Oh,
0: I think yeah, I freaked so out actually,
1: more than I, you did.
0: I, I should I should what? Hold on, hold on. I, let me. Okay. So I should commend Franco for this part because, um, he did actually take a, a a strong stance that I did not expect when I told him that I ended up having it, and I was like, "Hey, I came back positive." The strong stance being him getting tested for no reason, as well as um he was like, I'm gonna door dash you something. I'm gonna door dash you supplements, I'm gonna door dash you like things that I think you need, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And the next thing I know, there's a knock on my door, and I had like a bag <laughs> of goodies from Franco, and he's like, Did you get them yet? And I was like, what the heck? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think I sent you zinc and did I send you vitamin D too, or did you?
0: I think I ended up buying the vitamin D. I think you bought. Okay.
1: Yeah, Uh, I sent you the zinc. Yeah, I think I think I panicked more. I don't think you panicked really at all. I think I
0: freaked out more than you did, as you usually do. And yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I've had so many panics over the, the pandemic. (laughs) on for no reason or very little reasoning and weak weak proof or or just his mind took it and ran with it and planted that seed and sprouted more than 100 trees um and every every time like during 2020 and it kind of just like filled over when i ended up actually getting it and you know like he's already in overdrive because he's like i don't know anybody who's really gotten in oh i know this cousin of a co-worker of this a sister who'd gotten it but that's about it and you know it was away from him and then it's like DeAndre has it that's too close to home And i was like i'm literally the furthest away from you i could be a stranger too <laughs> um and like it just kind of boiled over for him and he went into overdrive and i'm pretty sure you probably cleaned everything even though i wasn't he's like my essence had to be sprayed away
1: <laughs> oh yeah i cleaned our whole house oh, i was like God. He gave us a cutting board for Christmas, which was very nice. It says our names on it. I washed that thing so much. I like, <laughs> I, I washed it like three times, and then I wiped it down afterwards. And I sanitized my hands. I'm crazy, but um,
0: but I'm good. Yeah, now. I'm fine. There's there was some minor on and off stuff that was going on and residuals, but overall we're good. It just kind of sucks now. I'm back in. It's back in the quarantine life of being bored and what do you do with your life
1: yeah you told me you're i mean i don't know if you want to we should talk about it off
0: talk about it later okay. um but we're all good uh but yeah so that's a that little side note of covid stuff <laughs> um welcome back
1: yeah so deandre had COVID. He handled it like a champ, TBH. He's not saying that; he's too modest. But he did. It was like a cold or something to him. Basically, he he really every day. I I texted. I feel like I texted you like every like three hours or something. And I was like, yeah, "How are you feeling? Are you okay?"
0: Franco doesn't talk to me, but when he does, it's in these moments where he's concerned about his own well-being. So he has to make sure that other people <laughs> around him are. Okay. This is such an mm-hmm. asshole. <laughs> If you are selfish, <laughs> this is not true. Um,
1: it's a total misrepresentation of my record, man.
0: Yeah, when's the last time you called me, or when's the last time you uh you texted? Not counting today because today doesn't count, but Super Bowl, you said don't I- call
1: me on the Super Bowl.
0: Fair point, but consistently, he consistently almost not even <sighs> each day, it was about like almost every hour. You still live. Have- uh I, I gotta make sure you're you're still you're still going which i appreciate at the same time but at the, at the other time i was like well you've never done this in any like normal setting
1: i'm sorry i was worried about you i no, you're, you're right i do yourself. panic i do panic i was not worried about myself i already you're got afraid, tested.
0: you're afraid if i do- drop dead you're gonna have to come to the apartment in a hazmat suit and clean it up and take everything that you wanted from my possession into your oh, possession wh- and then what? straight down like for three months to make sure it was sanitized and then be like hmm. i took this stuff in remembrance of deandre he would want me to have it
1: um that's not what i'm gonna do if you die <laughs> <laughs> i'm just like respect your sp- i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i mean i might go in your house and be like oh my god he's gone <laughs> We're well, like take your shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, but you and Justin are allowed to come in and take what the necessary things that I need you to take. But
1: okay, well now that you have give me permission, I probably will.
0: Uh, but anyways, yeah, that's being a little over dramatic. Franco has been great, and he I appreciate him for being a good friend and keeping an eye out. Even when I even told uh, Justin, our friend Justin, uh, shout out Justin if you're listening. He's probably going to send some stuff about this later, like he does on our tweet. he mm-hmm. um, be like, that's some shit right there. And then he's going to say shit about me saying that. But <laughs> anyways. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, Justin's uh, uh, the Justin's real. To, I was talking to you, and I was like, Franco, we haven't, or no, you told me. You're like, you haven't told Justin.
1: I did, yeah. I was like, dude, you haven't told Justin yet and DeAndre. <laughs> And I I was watched it happen in the chat, in the group chat, and I was like, oh, man.
0: Oh, yeah, put it in the group chat, and I was like, oh, by the way, I have COVID, and then Justin called me, too, and he's like, you good? And like, I was like, yeah, everything's <laughs> good, but uh, shout out to both of them, because good friends make for good people. Um, well, yeah, we're good now. Moving on. How long should we re- be recording this till we have to like cut it?
1: I think we can record a full thing, and it'll be okay
0: okay i hope so um
1: because i did the, i did it with the last one and it was fine
0: how are you putting this do you put this on anchor <laughs> yeah. you, I,
1: you've, I, you've asked me this every time we do this You're like how are, how are you doing this
0: What what magic are you doing well you went off and did like a whole new logo if you didn't notice guys we have a whole new look now um for season three which is much better than our first two season re uh, interpretation and Franco did it himself um, on a cute little app called what?
1: I made that with uh, VSCO cam.
0: Is it an app or a program on the computer?
1: It's an app. Um, it's like a photo editing app and you can download it um, through the app store and the Apple store or the uh, um, market yeah yeah and uh yeah um i hope you guys like it the image is um i'm going to pull up the the creator's image uh information actually if you want to
0: we can put it in our twitter too
1: yeah we'll 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 tweet that out thank you tim but i hope you guys like the new logo um it felt time kind of just felt like time for an up for an update so i just kind of like sent that to deandre on saturday it was like what do you think And we went back and forth a little bit.
0: Just a little comment as we're getting into season three and fixing some issues. Either Mm -hmm. stay away from your mic because you're, you're peaking on my end and it's cracking and making awful noises, or you can tweak on your mic. I'm pretty sure there's a little adjuster that you can use. Um, Like, do you see the light on the, the side that's facing me? Yeah. That little light. You should face the mic the other way. <laughs> there. So now you can see that light and it's supposed to oh, oh, or is that the light? That might be the light.
1: That's the light. Yeah, it was on the other so, side.
0: So yeah, as you as you're talking to it, it should turn red or a different color when you're peeking. So you can tell that you're you're peeking on the sound. Okay. Um, it's good to know because i have to use this mic for three shows now yeah and um, so you should you and you can be able to you know the little dial there you can adjust it for your peaking um so you're not having like cracking and stuff with your voice this one or this one the, the this TV one problem. right yeah okay i mean How's this? can you
1: hear me from this far away
0: yeah, I can hear you that far away. Um, but I was just, I, I had to get you because more of your voice is becoming more of a crack and less of a, what are you saying?
1: Okay, I don't want to break my
0: mic, so. <laughs> yeah, it's it. a sensitive mic. You don't have to get that close. Um, it's my so,
1: posture is the problem. I, I hunch.
0: Yeah, fix your posture. Put Get one of those strap things that holds your shoulders back. What are you talking about? There's a thing that like, that. It's kind of, it's kind of like a bra, but it's like it straps to your back and holds your shoulder blades back. So instead of you like this, it like keeps you sh- like this. Like a straight posture rather than a hunched over posture. So there's something that's like a bra that
1: <laughs> holds your shoulders back. Is that what you're telling me?
0: Yeah, like it, it, there's nothing in the front. It's just like, really, it's like a strap that straps here. And then in the back, it like clips together and holds right behind your spine so that like
1: totally- oh i've yeah i've seen those things i know what you're talking about
0: Yeah. anyway i don't think i'm at that point yet i don't think i need that
1: i just need to No, you have your little lazy. wubby
0: toy that you've had for like three years but you're not at the point of this i don't need that anymore good i okay. had
1: for for people what? who don't know i had a, a back massage tool that i called my wubby that deandre makes fun of <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't need it anymore i fixed that
0: mean, you fix that
1: it was a stress but I had a stress spot on my back that would always hurt when I was stressed. But oh, it's gone. Okay.
0: How did you fix that when you're still stressed?
1: I just stopped being stressed about those things.
0: Oh. oh, so the stress is going to show up somewhere else now is what you're saying.
1: Yeah, now it mostly shows up I just get I just get headaches when I'm really stressed. <laughs> so it's a, it's a different problem. Oh my god.
0: Oh my god. I have fucked up friends. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people with migraines and people with depression and other things. And I'm just like living my life. <laughs> it's hard out here for a podcaster. It's hard out here for everybody. Um, so, all right, enough bullshitting. Let's get to Bitcoin because there's a lot to talk about in Bitcoin. Um, and we can talk about the president as well in Bitcoin and Yellen and all the things that we need to talk about because people are here because we didn't post anything else. Today about anything else other than the fact that we're going to talk about bitcoin we should have said that on our on yeah. our, our posts but here we are <laughs> talking about bitcoin deandre and frank are going to get better at focusing on topics instead of going on five different topics but That's granted right. this used to be about half a show about movies and then the other half about certain topics of the day or week and covid blew that out of the window so here we are
1: yeah and we talk
0: about now we're just another generic shit. podcast that you guys know about, and there's probably like 18 other ones just like this. But who cares because they don't have us. That's right. You you show up for us.
1: Now yeah. you're right.
0: See, that's how we get off
1: topic. We start talking about stupid shit like that. Okay. Bitcoin. And what were we saying? Yeah.
0: yeah. So you're here with Guido and the Hispanic. So. <laughs> Guido. <laughs> You look at your Italian looking ass over there with your haircut and your mustache.
1: People have told me that since I was like 16. Actually, somebody bought me a t-shirt one time that said the Italian stallion.
0: Look at what you're not wearing. Not Italian. Look at your shirt, your jacket. <laughs>
1: you this is a jump. Th- this is a track suit, sir. I realize I'm not helping my case with looking <laughs> Italian. The fact that I just said that. But <laughs> you you use the right Oy. language.
0: Oh, Johnny. What are you doing with that? What? What are you doing with those billions?
1: That is not an Italian
0: accent. That you say I'm bad <laughs> at I can't do impressions. I never said I could. Hey, Johnny. Oh, God, What are you doing? No, no, no. Don't that's adult time.
1: Daniel LaRusso. Oh, my God. He's just a kid.
0: I'm saying you look like you went and robbed a bank in a jumpsuit somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> in like one of those heist movies that... Directed by Guy Ritchie, starring Jason Statham.
1: I was hoping you'd say Jason Momoa. Anyway, so Bitcoin is rising as we speak. Um, I'm going to check it real quick. Earlier today, was at about forty six thousand.
0: We're hit, we're scratching the surface of fifty thousand. Scr- scratching
1: the surface of fifty thousand, which is. Um, well, there's, I think there's probably a lot of things that are causing this bull run, but do you want to talk about some of them?
0: Well, have we talked, we've talked about Bitcoin, right? We, we tried to educate about what it is, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, we've talked about it, but we can get into it some more. I mean, this can be like a standalone thing. Yeah. Um, so. We're not experts, guys, just so you know.
0: No, we are experts. Don't, don't.
1: I'm, I'm I'm not an expert, please don't sue me. I'm not.
0: <laughs> I didn't create the system, but I learned the system. Um, DeAndre knows more than I do. So anyways, the you may have heard in the news, you know, it's, it's kind of an unavoidable to be there on the internet, on your phone, in your room not doing anything without someone saying something about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or fiat, or gold, you know, stock markets, you you don't miss that, you know, it's always, it's everywhere. Um, And more so now with Bitcoin and cryptocurrency, because more and more people are starting to learn about it, and educate themselves about it, and jump into it, and provide either their feedback, or their support, and most recently, Tesla, which just bought $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin in regards to what they're going to do, which is also allow you to finance your Tesla through Bitcoin so you can purchase your car utilizing Bitcoin instead of normal currency. Um, But what I'm confused, DeAndre what the hell is this? What is, why are we going into this? What, what is happening? This is the best way to think about it is when we were little kids, either in diapers or fucking watching PBS kids in the nineties, watching Elmo and goddamn big bird prancing around and all the adults of the world were going crazy at that time with a little thing called the internet boom. Um, And like that whole tech revolution of things where Mm -hmm. stock markets and everything were going crazy because then the world of the internet exploded, you know, people were buying into Google, Amazon, all these different things, including companies that don't even exist anymore. Just grabbing at everything that, that was new and fresh and of the internet because the internet was the big thing, you know? So you gotta think about what's happening here as the same as what was happening then. It's the same exact kind of explosiveness of a new technology, a new system in play um, that revolutionizes things. And that's exactly what the blockchain specifically does for the internet is it revolutionizes what we knew prior to this and in, in 2009 and now where we are here to be more of a utilized platform um where the blockchain is going to change the way we operate our computer systems our everything 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 that we use today can be utilized in a much more efficient more secure uh more profound way utilizing blockchain systems um and that's basically what's going on is people are jumping on different things you know you have bitcoin you have ethereum you have cardano you have all these different so many different kinds not all of them are going to survive some of them are going to crash one of the big ones to do so currently that it can utilize is xrp and the ripple network they got sued by the sec and they completely collapsed and they're gone um, unless something happens that, you know, they come back in a different way or whatever, but it's it's dead, you know. Um, or you have something like Dogecoin, which is probably something else you've heard about before because Elon Musk and others have been talking <laughs> about it. And Dogecoin- i had so
1: many people text me about Dogecoin.
0: Dogecoin was 100% made and still is as a joke it's worthless it will always be worthless even if it has little these little pumps that go up it's going to crash down people will lose money if they hold on to dogecoin forever because it was made as a joke and there's a little known, there's a little thing called a correction that happens for all the coins it it has it's necessary it's part of the system and whenever either depending on how the protocols work how the system is operating when the correction or whatever it is happens the the value immediately will start dropping and stuff and the the problem with dogecoin is it's unlimited it will you can mine coins every day all day for the the rest of our lives and beyond because that's what it was meant it was meant as a joke to be like oh yeah like bitcoin it's an un, it's a limited uh, supply blah 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 um so someone created the the most worthless coin but people when they jump on it immediately they can what's called a pump and dump they can rise the number up very quickly and take quick profits and then take out those profits and that number will crash right back down or worse and then the people that were not smart enough to pull out now lost more money than what they had in um so there's, there's the wide-ranging things and it's just i could go on and on and on and on and on and maybe i'll create some sort of master class to talk about it um, but research if you are serious about really thinking about getting into it you you really really have to research um, again last year almost about a, a year ago franco seriously because it was approaching me and talking to me about it which eventually pushed me into like, all right fine i'll 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 actually sit down and learn it and everything and i did and immediately was like i can't believe i didn't do this sooner we have to get in on it and we did just in time when it was low enough um and now look where we're at where the number this time about march of last year is when the crash happens because of the pandemic and stuff um bitcoin was at four thousand dollars it is currently sitting at almost fifty thousand dollars today. Mm-hmm. In in less than a year, it climbed that. Um, that's not to say that it won't crash. The crash is coming. It's it's it expected because again, the correction happens. It has to happen. Um, and there's what's called the having. So every four years, Bitcoin itself is designed to cut the amount of coins that can be mined within the system of the blockchain that it has in half. So when it first started, you could mine coins like crazy left and right. You know, as long as you have the right systems to mine them, you could pull them out left and right. And look, now you have hundreds and hundreds of coins. And let's say it was a hundred coins you could mine. Well, now in the next four years, now the same amount of time would only get garnish you 50 coins in the next four years, 25 coins. And it's going to do that every four years till it finishes mining all the coins that it exists on that platform. It's limited. It's designed to end. But that's where the value comes in is that there's only so much of it to go around. Um, Which is the opposite of the US dollar. Exactly. Or Dogecoin. You could actually yes. associate Dogecoin with the US dollar. You can print the... The dollar all day long every day and same with dogecoin you're going to be able to print that all day long every day um eventually it's going to become worthless because there's more of it than what you need and that's how things crash and that's how you become venezuela and that's how you lose control of economies and and structure and you mentioned a minute
1: ago like you know encouraging people to go and research this this is what i'm i mean and that it kind of connects to what i was saying before about like these groups that people find i think um bitcoin and cryptocurrency can actually in some ways i'm not saying i'm not saying it is just across the board but i think in some ways it can actually be kind of an antidote to some of those things because
0: no, it it is an answer,
1: right? So I I think I think it's like what what I mean is like I think in terms of like people feeling people our age, and I want to ta- I want to talk a little about like the GameStop stuff, but people our age feeling like lost and confused and kind of like broken, and you know like like you you feel. Um, if you feel like exhausted by what's going on with like politics the last couple of years and just feel like you don't understand anything, Bitcoin can actually be a really incredible way to put your feet on the ground because like if you're, if you're somebody like Deandre or I, who just is like interested in like weird, interesting stuff like this, like with tech or with like, like all the, the topics that we've talked about on here, like space travel, like the future, like, Um, what technology, our relationship to technology. Bitcoin, once you start reading about it, once you start reading about cryptocurrency and the blockchain and the intention behind it and the way that it works, it's fascinating, first of all. It's just really, really interesting. But for a lot of people our age, I think it actually, not only is it interesting, it can be actually just kind of like an intro to reading about and understanding finance in general. Because once you start learning about cryptocurrency, you start learning about currency currency and like how it works. I mean, that's how it's happened for me is I've, I've learned so much more about like the way our financial system works by reading about these things. And now I feel like I have much more of an understanding of all that stuff than I ever have. And it's really just, it's like something that's, I'm not saying to go out and put all your money in Bitcoin and, I'm not, this is not financial advice. DeAndre and I are not giving you financial advice. We're not qualified to do that. But what I'm saying is, if you go and read about it, that can be like a gateway into you learning about all kinds of like interesting shit that's totally like outside of all the nonsense and all the noise that's happening in the world right now.
0: And you sent that thing, you know, that video that shows about, you know, Bitcoin and stuff and learning the basics and all that. Also to talk about that India article that you sent me, um, that was really long and I hate me read it,
1: but I read (laughs) it. So Deandre's talking about it uh, just for people who are listening, who might want to look it up. Deandre's talking about an article that I sent him. It's called why India should buy Bitcoin. And it's written by Balaji S Srinivasan. I don't know how to, if I'm pronouncing his last name correctly, but, um, We'll probably put a link to it on Twitter or something if you want to read it. Yeah. It's, a, it's a
0: really fascinating article um, for a lot of reasons. But anyway. And I agree 100% with that article. It is exactly. Uh, so here's the thing about like world governments and all the different ones. And you can tell the ones that are very future forward centric versus the ones that are stuck versus the ones mm-hmm. that are uh, kind of trying to relive the past like we were just a while back. Um, yeah but each one has a response to crypto in its own way uh china literally jumped on it they're just like nope we're taking this we're, we're we're gonna grab as much as we can we're gonna use this um so that's that spectrum and then you have india on the other spectrum where they don't know and they're afraid and they're concerned so their response is to ban it and just be like, no, no, we don't want anything to do with it because we'll we'll make our, if it, this is going to be a thing, we'll make our own digital uh, rupee, whatever. Um, but the problem with it is that they're literally saying no to digital gold. What we know as gold today, what has been a physical metal that people have used as a value, a store of value, is what Bitcoin is. And... India saying no to it and that article is great because it talked about how like India is like a big proprietor of gold and being like no we need to hoard gold we need to you know make it ours blah 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 and how they're saying no to the same exact thing on a digital platform Um, and how then I agree with it made good thoughts and I wish someone would send that article to the prime minister like someone needs to push that and be like hey you need to read this like one of his officials need to be like you need to read this. And then if they understand that and actually make sense of the article, then they can be like, all right, never mind. We need to buy as much as we can, blah, 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 blah. And it, I agree. It would make India, it would push India a lot higher. And all of us, honestly, after like, if they jumped on and started, you know, just utilizing it, there we go. Now we all benefit from it first of all. And then second of all, they can use the platform to enhance their next generation of government and and uh, I just, there's so much that could be done with the blockchain. Yeah,
1: so that, um, so yeah, so like DeAndre said, yeah, India is is in the process, it seems like. And I, I don't know anything about India
0: um, in terms of like their political situation. Also, it's not like everybody, uh, most people are for it in India. The people of India are for Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. I sent you that yeah. Reddit article that, Someone has Bitcoin and they're going to have to sell it because he's afraid that the government is actually going to ban Bitcoin, which means he will be illegally having Bitcoin and he doesn't want to be illegal. So that's,
1: yeah, that's what I was going to say is it's it's a really, for, for just from what I've read, just from this article and the this Reddit post that DeAndre shared with me from this man who's in India, who holds cryptocurrencies and is getting rid of them because he's afraid of what's going to happen to him. It's a really terrifying situation. For the people there who own it and and really just again like probably a bad thing for the country but um again i don't know anything about india's political situation outside of like some small things that i've read not very deeply into
0: great thing about like blockchain and these this this new utilize this new the new new the new normal that will be a normal and anyone who's denying it and thinks who's like the peter shifts of the damn world who don't believe it if it's true um they're gonna get left behind they're gonna get stuck and then they're gonna try to play catch up and then they're gonna die um <laughs> it's they're old okay man it's 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 just the, the way life is you know there's two certainty certainties in this world death and change and this is the change that's coming yeah so um But Um, what I was saying was that India, Venezuela. Venezuela has utilized Bitcoin in order to survive and keep their government going and the people having income to actually use instead of their inflationary um, currency. They're utilizing, they've utilized Bitcoin and cryptos to survive, you know. It's also something that interconnects the world government it is it's a global utilize, currency yeah it well yeah the currency is global but the the system of blockchain can be utilized for the u.s government for the chinese government for all the governments of the world in, and, and what
1: i mean yeah and you're right but what i mean is is like it's a it's a what i mean by when i say it's a global currency is like it's it's global in the sense that it's not allied to one it doesn't originate from like necessarily one nation or or really any any one group it's just that's that's what's so powerful about it
0: that's like it's like you know it's like what english is trying to be you know it's the the, trying to be the world language that everyone understands and knows you Mm. know bitcoin is a language everybody in every part of the world understands not everybody not yet but a lot of people understand from all over the world um and the platforms what you can create what it brings to the table it it, exactly what you said it's decentralized systems you don't have to rely on anything but yourself and you let everything else take care of the rest and as these newer things come around it gets faster more updated newer protocols come in you know, they're all different, but it's we could literally talk about every single one I could talk about then the Bitcoin Bitcoin's the biggest one because it was the first Bitcoin is what was created out of the first blockchain system. That's why we talk about it. That's why it's the biggest one. It was the first out of the gate. It's the purest system out there, too, where everyone else has already tweaked the system to do this or that, you know.
1: Yeah, and I want to talk about Ethereum eventually. I want to learn more about Ethereum before we talk about it. But, you know, you're right. I mean, there are many, I and mean, there's tons of cryptocurrencies at this point. It's it's just like you were saying before, a game of, of finding, not really a game, a, a, a test of finding which ones are, you know, able to stick around because of their...
0: It's not even a test. It's You got to think about it. So Amazon, Amazon was created, people latched onto it. It made sense a market for books oh i can i can go get online books digital books Mm -hmm. cool and then what did they do they pivoted and now it's a whole industry of different things that you can buy on amazon um google google wasn't the first there was already Ask jeeves um there was pretty sure yahoo existed on a search i'm not sure if it was a search then but um but google had a better system, a better, in air quotes, a better blockchain system. It wasn't a blockchain, don't get that confused, but it had that pure system that helped it push it over the edge because people could search things easy, fast. It knew exactly what you're asking of it. It didn't have to be like, give us more information. We're not really sure. Um, It just worked. And that's what pushed mm-hmm. it and it became this global search engine. And, you know, those are the ones that you really got to research. And the same is with uh, all these new different systems. So Ethereum works. It has its own token, but Ethereum is also the system uh, block uh, network. Bitcoin. Right. Yeah. Bitcoin is the coin, but the blockchain it has. I think it's just called the blockchain, um, but Bitcoin is the coin, you know, you you create the system. And so like the best one would be XRP. Um, The coin was XRP, the system, the network was called Ripple. And with Cardano, the card, it's called the Cardano network, but the coin is called ADA. And they all do different things. So basically you have the Western Union, uh, the next Western Union of cryptocurrency exists in, uh, I have to double check which one it is, but it exists, you know? So you can send Bitcoin or whatever else you wanted instantly to another country. You don't have to go to Stupid Smiths or or whatever else. You can send it to whoever you wanted right to their phone. They can send it, convert it, do whatever they want with it. Uh, Bitcoin, it's like the gold of the digital era, you know? Obviously you want gold. You wanna, if you can buy gold, do it, you know, but me and you weren't born in the right era to even find gold for ourselves or buy it at a reasonable price.
1: And, you know, again, like for for people who who are listening to like, don't understand how some of this stuff works. Like, again, I didn't understand how a lot of this stuff worked a few months ago. Um, DeAndre knew more than I did, but I think you also are are fairly new to like thinking about some of this stuff.
0: Yeah. And it's hard because, the thing is, I should have started in two thousand nine. You know, when the when the white paper came out for blockchain or for Bitcoin and blockchain, and that's where we all in an ideal world we would have all read it one day. Right. It all came out to us. We would have all seen it, and been like, oh my god, Bitcoin, mm-hmm. a lot of people, and then more and more people would have been like, oh yeah, you're right, and then others were like, okay, sure, I can jump on. Um, yeah, and it would have been simpler because you would have started with just Bitcoin, and then be like, okay, so I understand how it works. And then, but now we all we all kind of jumped in because we can use this year as the the jump off point. Yeah, uh, there was already a bunch of coins. There was Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Compound Maker, all all these different ones that exist. They they all do different things or similar things, but in a different way. And that's what Ethereum is going for is being Bitcoin but in a way that utilize, and it, it's working so far, the system, the DeFi network, um, Ethereum searching, seeking out to be basically what we would know as our next generation banking in mm-hmm. um, our financial systems, our services. That's what we would utilize is the Ethereum system and the DeFi network. Um, DeFi stands for uh, decentralized finance, you know, Instead of going through a bank, instead of because there's so much that, it's hard to like try to even like go down the list of things. There's just so much, but
1: it's hard to break it down for for normies because yeah. we were but, normies five minutes ago, but now we're now we're like deep in the soup.
0: Yeah, um, and to really understand it, you gotta go back to school with it and just know that it definitely might definitely emulates the '90s tech boom. The '90s internet boom that existed. That's a good comparison. That is exactly where we're at. So if you're not getting in, you're and you're like, oh well, we'll see where this goes. And ten years down the road, we're already in it. You missed it. It it already, you already, we're already here. You can still join, but you're not going to get the big gains that we all did now.
1: Right. Um. And you said a minute ago about gold. Like this is one of the things that when I. This is sort of what I mean in terms of things that I learned about through cryptocurrency. So gold is is um, considered essentially like a safeguard against yeah, inflation. It's
0: a, it's a safety net because just like Bitcoin, we know there's a limited amount. We, exactly. The, and here's the difference. Here's the major difference between the two. For gold, so similarities. So I mean, before gold-
1: before you get into that, because I know you're going to... Before you get into that, I, I just want to break it down to the simplest level of like... Yeah, go for it. Gold, exactly what you said. So gold, the reason gold is valuable is because of its rarity, which means that there's exactly what you said. So there's a limited amount of gold. There is not a limited amount of dollars because they keep printing dollars. There's way more dollars than there is gold. That makes gold valuable. The fact it's not so, you know, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't think I'm the only one that thought this. I, I didn't really understand why gold was so valuable. That's why. That's, that's part of the reason why. Bitcoin, in terms of cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency each bitcoin has a unique you know i'm just going to put it into layman's terms like it's basically just like a unique digital fingerprint so each bitcoin is unique um and we can find them on the internet we can see where they move around through the blockchain technology now the fact that they so so that's 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 the way to start thinking about it is that Bitcoin is like DeAndre just said digital gold because it's rare and it was the first one. There will be other cryptocurrencies, but Bitcoin is going to be increasingly rare because more people are buying it because it was ahead of the curve. There's a lot of reasons. Um, it's it, quite frankly, it was a brilliant design. And so, like, once you have that piece that you understand that this is on its way to being like the digital equivalent of what gold is in physical currency, that's a really good way, I think, to start understanding just cryptocurrency in general and like how it's, what
0: it's aiming for and
1: how it's going to work.
0: Yeah. Um, And so to go down to what I was saying, uh, they're both limited, you know, quantities, but we don't know how much gold is out there on our planet. Have you been to the core? There might be, we might be living, we might have a gold core and we don't even know. <laughs> um, but we just, or it's limited because we've only found so much currently, but there could be so much more somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Um, we know how much is ending of of um, Bitcoin. And one of the big questions that people ask is like, well, if it's a decentralized system and there's consensus and consensus being, you know, a mass group of people coming together and saying, we want to change the protocol of Bitcoin. We want to add um, 20 more, 20 million more coins to mine for Bitcoin. And that's some people's argument being like, well, it's a computer system. It's code. Can it, we can just go in there and agree that we can add more. It's not, un, it's not limited if we can just go in there and digitally add more. N- no, you can't. The way blockchain works, the way the system is designed, it will fail. If, if anybody was to try to go in there and hack it or come as a group, as a consensus saying, hey, we want to change this part of the programming, it will run through what it, it knows to do on its blockchain system. It'll go through all the computers that it runs through and verify and it'll be stopped because somewhere, some at some point, a bunch of computers, a bunch of programming is going to red flag it and say, no, that's not what Bitcoin was designed as. You can't do that and it will deny it. You will not be allowed to do that. It just doesn't work. And that's how blockchain works. So... What did other systems do? There's other ones on the market that you have that's built in um, consensus where it's designed for the people to come in, but it's a mass amount of people that have to uh, all agree, being like, hey, we want to change this to make print, um, producing coins faster. And they all, the whole system has to agree to it before Mm -hmm. it can go through. You know, yeah, uh, which in some ways makes sense if you want things to go faster because Bitcoin is slow as hell. Um, If you want, you know, an updated system for it, whatever, it it makes sense for certain things. But again, you don't, you don't touch, you don't tamper with the gold. (laughs) So that'll be. And then if we go into, you know, a world where blockchain is used for, u.s election and to vote there will be a consensus for like the next year being like okay so the voting kind of had this thing going on it took a little while so we wanna the the government would send it out to the consensus group whoever it may be and see and that's where it starts getting iffy depending on how that blockchain was made we don't know yet it doesn't exist but they could design a blockchain where Oh, it's going to be our people that consents, but the purest system would be, no, it should be all U.S. residents consents to this is what we want, and you know whatever is voted higher gets gets to be whatever you know for updates or whatever. We don't know; we're yeah. not there yet, and I haven't designed that network, and I don't know if I would design that <laughs> network. But um, just to get you a basic sense of how things could be up- updated in a consensus form and being like, yeah, we want this, we want this, but there's no centralized thing deciding.
1: And that's the key factor is decentralization. I mean, that's what makes this a, not just a unique and powerful currency, but unique and powerful, I would say movement. It It's not, again, it's not controlled by anyone. It's not owned by anyone like the no one as deandre just explained can print more bitcoin or you know
0: or um, say we're gonna no one can also they can't print more bitcoin they also can't hack we'll say more bitcoin they Mm -hmm. can't counterfeit it you know they can't be like oh this is a real bitcoin this is this is real because you fade that into the system, the system's going to be like, no, that's not real Bitcoin. The, exactly. the blockchain's going to den- remove that. So if you even bought it, that's on you for buying it because it wasn't real. And blockchain's going to not introduce it to the system. That's just like the US dollar. We have so much counterfeit money out there that's introduced the in- system that also hurts the dollar.
1: Well, and it's it's also like the, you know, people, because a, a common concern that people have about Bitcoin that I just want to throw out there. You know, people are always talking about how it's like going to be used for criminal activity. Um, I think that's what Janet Yellen said. Seventy-five percent? Am I getting that right? It could be even more. I think it's seventy-five percent of all U.S. dollars have traces
0: of cocaine on them. Uh, I th- yeah, I think something like that. But yeah, you know, people snort cocaine. Cash, all kinds of cash, has always been used for illegal. Act- it's not. It's not different. The big difference. And this is that's why I hate that stupid argument though, is the big difference between the US dollar being used for criminal activity and Bitcoin being used for criminal activity is you can see Bitcoin being used for criminal activity. The whole yeah, we can track world, it. Yeah. The world would literally be like, Well, that's being used to transfer money to Russia for obvious missile purchase that's happening, or oh, that's I don't know. That might not be that might be actually a legal purchase anyways but um <laughs> for example let me go with uh look, you can literally see the cartel purchasing drug money like purchasing uh drug supplies whatever and we know it's coming from this low like this located blockchain this this one somewhere in this ledger is is the one and you, you can track it you can always track it and that's what um People have done for like whenever someone hacks and steals people's personal Bitcoins and stuff, they can track where it's going and where it's going to get spent and everything. They, they can see that. You can't see that with the US dollar. You can't exactly track the dollar and be like, oh, we know that dollar was used for uh, um, this, this hit that happened on this one man and then it was used for these drugs and blah, blah. No, you don't know. You'll never know. Right. And so, you know, like,
1: that's just sort of a moot point. And I I think this, because this is one of the things I wanted to bring up. I think that part of the problem with the public conversation around cryptocurrencies is one part, um, just like bad information. Because, look, people in government, people in these institutions that are talking about Bitcoin, Janet Yellen, like, these are not people who understand this. They're not young people who are like have a grasp on what it is. So it's partly that. It's also partly like, you know, just plain corruption. I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, I don't know this for sure. This is totally speculative, but surely there's plenty of people that openly are like against Bitcoin in the public space and like who hold positions of power, but who are buying into it
0: in secret because they can see that it's going to be something so there's had, had this conversation before you know how yeah people obvious very obviously will tell you no you don't don't do this don't do you don't do you don't want this well they're in the background buying it because they know but they're trying to tell you not to do it so you don't do it when they tell you not to do it it's probably a good point to do it and this brings me to like the robin hood stuff so like
1: I don't want to get into the details of it because that would take forever. And there's already so many great podcasts you can go find to explain to you what went down a couple of weeks ago now with Robinhood and GameStop that, you know, go find one of those and they'll explain it to you way better than we can. The point of that whole situation for me is that I think now most people can see what I think um, a lot of us have known for a long time. It now seems like it's pretty obvious, which is that like this economy is rigged for a very small number of people who are going to do anything that they can to hold on to their wealth and power, and they're going to do anything that they can to stop it from trickling down to people, the common people. And you know, like the the, the insane thing about what happened with GameStop is that they actually did manage to interfere. And like, I saw somebody make a really good point, which is that like, if, if these people were smart, like if the people in charge of like legacy institutions, these hedge fund managers, these like people, these people that are like living in mansions and living in, you know, locations that are like on the edge of society that are, th- these incredibly wealthy people that just basically have everything that they could ever want. If they were smart, what they would actually do is just let a couple of these things happen where like the little guy gets something. They would just let him have something, but they can't even do that. Even, even a small thing like this, they have to put their foot down and be like, no, you can't have that. We are going to stop and we're going to step in and save our friends, these hedge fund managers who've been wreaking the economy forever and doing the same thing exactly the same thing in broad daylight on all the financial networks anyway the thing about um, bitcoin that's interesting to me is like you look at some of these people who disparage it and who in recent times actually i think have started to like change their tune on it and i just i think i think about this all the time that whenever i'm tempted to believe something i always want to ask myself like who who benefits from me believing this? Like if if I believe that Bitcoin is a scam, who's actually benefiting from me believing that? And and who are the people that want me to believe that? And why do they want me to believe that? And um, I'm I'm not saying that that makes it legitimate. I think you guys again should go and read about this stuff for yourself and seek out real financial consultation before you you know do anything with your money. But when you start to see something in the public conversation about like, hey, this thing is dangerous, this thing is um, a scam, this thing is a fraud, this thing is a lie. I think it can be healthy to ask yourself who is benefiting from you believing that? And how true is this? And who 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 is like, you know, who's giving this information to me? Because in the case of like something like this, like Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, finance, I think that there's like a lot of people who don't want to see the, the 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 stake in the economy shifted over to people who are not necessarily like their friends or like their you know the people that they see around at the at the country club or, or whatever like it's like George Carlin used to say it's like there's a there's a big club and you ain't in it like that famous quote but what's amazing to me about, about cryptocurrency is that it's a way in which you can, it's, it's a way in which, you know, this, this power, this, like the ability to have a stake in the economy and the ability to have like a stake in your future and to build something for yourself. It is possible for like ordinary people to get involved in it. And like it, I wanna I wanna tell people who are listening to this who are maybe like I would say like left leaning in terms of politics, who are maybe like skeptical of Bitcoin because it's not a solution that they that they think is like perfect. Okay, I give you that. It's not perfect. It's a solution. It's a solution that could work to a lot of problems. And I tweeted this on the on the discussion ready Twitter the other day, but once you really start looking into blockchain and you really start understanding cryptocurrency and the things that are happening in this space, you realize like there's so, it's such unlimited potential. There's so many problems that this stuff can be used to address. And it's actually like, for me, it's even more exciting because once you start really looking into this this space and seeing the types of people that are working on cryptocurrency and on blockchain and on DeFi, they're, they're people that think outside of the box. They're not like, you know, tamped down by like, the, the everyday assumptions and expectations of, of our modern era. They're like people that are thinking about really cool stuff and actually trying to like come up with solutions for problems that we have. So I just, I think that that's another really cool thing, of, an interesting thing about it. Um, for, You know, and for people who are listening who are maybe, again, who are maybe skeptical, like that's just something I want to say to them is that, just look into it and and try to look into like some of the, some of the things that people are working on that could solve or help address problems that maybe you're also worried about or wanting to help alleviate.
0: See, I think the hard part is it's boring. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) At the beginning, at the beginning it's boring. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, it's very exciting once it clicks and it did for me. And I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, Oh my God. (laughs) Yeah. um, Me too. But it, it's it's we're adults. It sucks, literally. Yep. Like investing stocks, the Bitcoin. Like you're you're like oh, it's too much. It's so much. But yeah, it, that and I think that's really what's hard is like even talking about it. You know, you want to be excited and it is exciting, but you can't be excited with us if you don't know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, well, that's
1: that's why I'm trying to. I hope. I know I like talked for a long time there, but like, I want people to see that this is exciting. Like once you get into it, like you just said, like it it, it is boring at the beginning, like finance in general is kind of boring, but like yeah. if there's a way into learning, into understanding it and like learning about it, that is exciting. This is probably the closest thing in my opinion.
0: Yeah. And like, it's just, you know, it's cool that people ask you or, you know, to talk about it. I've been trying to like, educate my mom constantly about it. And she still doesn't understand, but that's okay. She's old. Um, It's a little harder for her to really comprehend things. You know, I could literally, you know, this is the same thing as like, if I was to talk about Neuralink and the fact that our very real future in the the world of this earth, not in some movie is very much going to be a cyberpunk style world where biotech is becoming a very big industry and we Mm -hmm. can very much see a world where it's skynet meets some form of cyberpunk irobot kind of thing you know it's yeah it it is that's a reality you know there's are you already see bionic arms you see people with the mechanical setups you already see intelligent ai being introduced like that's the world we're going into and the problem is just having the constant deniers and Mm -hmm. ignorance of people just being like oh i don't understand it so i'm just not gonna learn about it yeah you have to put in a little bit of effort yeah you you like don't be against something if you just don't even understand what it is like what yeah Um, absolutely and that's what like a lot of you know obviously people those ones that want to be not part of the masses and cool like everybody else and I'm my own person and go against the grain, you know, being like, oh, Bitcoin. Yeah, no, Bitcoin. I don't even know what that is. I'm not gonna, you're you're funny for like joining Bitcoin. Like you think you're cool because you're, yes, I do because I'm actually making money and actually in on it at an early point that I'm not gonna miss out. So by the time you have to use it, and you're like, oh DeAndre, um, do you think you could uh spot me? No, uh, no, 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 no. After you ridiculed me for having it, no, absolutely. Get get the hell out of here, you busker! I'm not I'm not paying for anything for you. And then I'm gonna have that other homeless person. I'm like, you, here's here's 500 Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. be like that. I would help everyone equally. But um, no, but it's just it's like it's like that where you know like that's with a lot of things, you know? And like, there's that group already growing. That's like, oh, I'm too cool for Bitcoin. No one's too cool for Bitcoin. That's like being like, oh, I'm too cool to have money ever. Like right. current, like I'm too cool to have a job or what, whatever it is, you know? And it's, it can be associated with it. And it's just hard to like, it's great that people are starting to ask these questions now and be like, well, what is it? Well, tell me more about it, you know? Okay, mm-hmm. but listen to me. Don't just like, Oh, well that doesn't make sense. It will, <laughs> it will make sense. We can like, let's discuss instead of bashing it. And then you can get in on it if you want or not, you can live your life the way you want. I don't care, but, um, it's just, it, it really is like you use the internet. Everybody uses the internet. It's not something mm-hmm. everyone uh, mo- most, if not everyone have has used Google and Amazon and all that they didn't that and of course there's those those ones nowadays too that are like oh, i'm too cool for amazon no i can't use amazon because it's a big corporation and they they do bad things you know um yeah. so does google <laughs> and that's
1: right there we're all participating in this
0: yeah so it's it's and i'm not saying that that won't come around with blockchain someone will create some toxic portion of it and there has been there's there's plenty of crap coins out there that people literally created just to take other people's money and yeah that's true but again I mean the, the the intention behind
1: some of this stuff and that that I think is in a lot of the good work that people are doing um, whether it's in ethereum or like like cardano binance like these different you know groups of people that are like working on stuff in this space, I think a lot of it is around, like, trying to solve some of that stuff, some of the corruption. I, I think it really is, it's its an attempt at a solution.
0: Yeah, and, like, that India article, which was great with each step, literally could throw any argument, and there's a portion in that article that says, uh, cryptocurrency fixes this, cryptocurrency makes yeah. this better, cryptocurrency helps fix, um, work with this, you know, or changes the system completely, it it's hard to not hear someone talk about a complaint on voting or the financial system or how they book a hotel or rent a car and not think cryptocurrency can fix that
1: well yeah and uh, you know again like i just want to encourage people to go and read that article because it's you such know, a good example of what you're saying
0: you know what's yeah you know what's a great example of this a problem that people have that could be fixed with cryptocurrency, with the, the blockchain. What's that? Uh, double booking on hotels. When someone yeah, goes, that, and oh, <laughs> I, I got this room. Well, I got this room too. Blockchain would fix that issue. There would never be a double booking issue ever. Um, yeah. I mean, just, just off the top of like what I'm, I'm like, I have the article open now. A
1: couple of things that he talked, just, just like a, a list of a, a handful of things he talked about is like censorship, um, foreign investment bringing capital into a country, um, how it works well with the remote economy, um, strengthened monetary policy, um, deterring financial fraud—that's what we were just talking about a couple of minutes ago. I mean, there's so many
0: things. Oh, also, I keep forgetting to tell you the name of the our our system, Amazon, Google type system that's gonna help you figure out where the hell you need to live and what job you need to have. And, and what is, Oh, right. Yeah. It's gonna be this is our Nomad.
1: startup idea that we came up with today. It's going to be called
0: Nomad. Oh shit. That's really good. <laughs> I bet that's out there though. Already. Nomad I think is as a, uh, as a like drink, you know, like company. Let me see. Well, it's yeah. It sounds familiar. I feel like it's something, Uh, cases and accessories but i think we can still use it if it's out of a different system Hmm. but anyways or some form of that but it it works
1: (laughs) it is yeah it is really good that's a good name um we should probably wrap this one up but you guys can. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, I think we're going to do
0: more episodes about some of this stuff because there's a we lot read about it and, and all day. And honestly, start asking questions. Like, I'm fine answering things about the blockchain and Bitcoin versus Ethereum. And everyone's going to have their preferences because they a lot of different ones do different things that people would be really interested in, and others that other people would be interested in. Um, but One of the big things that I have to talk about blockchain before we leave, to or uh, Bitcoin before we leave, is one of the biggest things is there's no CEO, there's no creator. That's right. Generally, necessarily, someone created it. Yes, but he was of some form of nobility because he literally said, "I'm going to build this and I'm going to disappear into the night." We don't know who he is. We don't know what he does. He has a pseudonym. That's all we know him or her as, or they, but built it, released it to the world and then stepped back. Didn't even, didn't try to tweak it to get more out of it. Anything like that. Yeah. It's, which to me in a way actually makes it more pure. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's its own thing. You know, there's no human interference. And even if they tried that the systems out there, it wouldn't, allow interference like that from a human yeah um and then final thoughts before we leave is the presidency so far right so
1: joe biden um to be honest i'm kind of like checked out right now of politics because i just feel that that sort of right now makes me feel sort of the opposite of what i feel about like what we're just talking about with crypto and blocks blockchain um
0: it's not exciting and you're mad at it all the time? Yeah, sort of. And also, I don't know. I mean, like,
1: it's it just kind of... Anyway, I, I'll probably get into another episode. It, it, so um, far, I hope that people are happy with... Um, I hope that people have felt a little bit of peace since things have been
0: at least in so far as like daily news goes like relatively more stable um one of the things that i i want to sh- send to you but it's it it's very misleading when you the the main title of it so it's like what mm-hmm. um but now that i'm telling you about it i can i'll show it to you and you'll be like oh, okay but i was watching scotty so scotty is a guy on youtube who does a lot of youtube videos and now he's on tiktok too about um car things he's a mechanic he's been a mechanic okay. for like 50 years and now he just he gives you tips um information it answers questions that people have about new things and he keeps up to date he's not a uh, active mechanic like some shop somewhere but he still works on cars and stuff and he knows all about modern systems too like new hybrid systems all that stuff
1: but yeah
0: he, I, I noticed a video today that said uh I'm sick of this. My final thoughts on uh, Joe Biden. And I was like, oh, okay. Final thoughts on Joe Biden. It's going to be a long four years, my man. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so he, I guess, has been getting questions about like uh, his political, like preference and stuff. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm not a political person. I don't give a crap. Politics are all the same. Politicians are all the same. And doesn't matter who if it's Trump or it's Biden, they're still politicians. And I don't, I've met most of them. I've interacted with a lot of them personally. And a lot of them were former loyal lawyers at one point. And I don't trust lawyers. And um, it doesn't matter if they're if he's this or that or whatever, like it doesn't do anything for me. And it doesn't do anything for small like people. They're all about themselves. They're all about trying to get stuff done for themselves. Um, mm-hmm. and one of the big things he says, like, uh, you guys are getting upset about all these promises, all these promises that aren't being upheld, or this and that. And you forget that every politician does this, every politician promises all this stuff and doesn't yeah. deliver these things. Like it doesn't change. This is how it is. So you're getting upset for the same thing over and over again
1: and i mean this is who he is like he he has been part of the washington machine has i mean like how long was he in congress like 50 years or something (laughs) Like,
0: but the same thing too like trump promised all this stuff and didn't deliver so it's it's the same exact thing and you can blame congress all you want but congress is the same way promising left and right oh we're gonna do that we're gonna have Mm -hmm. this and it doesn't matter they're all working with amongst each other to figure out for themselves you know they're and then they're like oh my constituents want this but while you have you asked them have you gone out there and been like what would you like blockchain fixes this yeah i've started sending a system that's at like has in your office a little like a literal like a ticker like a, a stock market ticker that says issues my state is concerned about and it could literally update with people voting on these things constantly yeah. like oh now we're worried about this okay i'll go work on that okay well, we'll go work on this
1: yeah i um i started sending deandre dms on twitter like whenever we when we message back and forth and i send him like i tried to stop doing it because i was just getting too angry about things but i was sending him like headlines of awful things that are happening in the news and i was just i would just instead of instead of saying like why it made me mad i just
0: started saying buy bitcoin yeah focus on the good (laughs) i think i broke franco too because i started fighting with him for anything and everything it didn't matter if i agreed with it or not i just like went on the attack and frank was like you've been doing this constantly to me and i'm sick of you coming at me (laughs) going at me like this i'm tired and, I, and this is why I left Twitter in the first place. And this is blah, blah, blah. And now it's you doing it. And I was just like, and I had to actually like check on him because I was like, did I go too far? I'm sorry. Yeah,
1: <laughs> he checked it he's like, are you okay? Did I go too far? And actually I was totally fine. I was just, I don't remember what it was I was doing. I, I genuinely like had to like get off for a while to like do something for work or something. But but actually, you know, I think I would, I would encourage people to have a friend that like challenges you on your beliefs because it's it's very healthy, I think, to like have somebody who will check you like every time you say something like who's not just like, yeah, I agree. Like have somebody who's like. That's
0: what I'm saying about the stupid echo chamber of, well, one so a quad when we we're there. But yeah. Like, of, of yeah of either you know your left side or the right side politics whatever where you have this dumb echo chamber where all people do is agree with you and be like yeah you're right yeah that's the same thing like yeah trump 2020 i agree yeah because he's the best that are, they're like if someone's not mm-hmm. challenging you and actually like in a way as a friend being your friend that you you know or family or whatever that's close to and actually like being like pushing you to answer these questions or that this or that not conspiratorial shit, but just like you know, the stuff that actually trying to get done, yeah. Um, or think in a different way, you know. It doesn't help when everybody else around you is agreeing with you and just no, like a, right. especially especially when it comes down to even if I was like, yeah, Franco, you're right. Yeah, no, 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 you're right. You're totally right. And then I go around and I'm like, Franco's such a fucking dumbass. Like, what does he think? <laughs> Uh, well, obviously you're not gonna know you're a fucking dumbass if I don't tell you you're you a fucking dumbass. Yeah. That's how and that's even if you know, somebody is a good friend, is they can just say,
1: like, you know, you that that you just said a dumbass thing. You're a dumbass. Like why well, why well, I thought, oh, I'm a
0: dumbass. Okay. Well, why am I a dumbass? And then you can go back and forth. That's and exactly you, what you would do too. You'd be like, Well, I'm gonna just go do all, be my own dumbass self over here. And I'll be like, All right. <laughs> and then you'd come back to me and be like, You're right, I was being a dumbass. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah, DeAndre has helped me reflect
1: and like adjust my opinions and be like oh yeah I was kind of I said that thing that was kind of stupid and I should adjust and I think you're right like I mean honestly like lately I've noticed this thing that just drives me crazy where like if if somebody I talk to disagrees with me about something that I say they don't even like tell me that they disagree and like, well, I don't know about that. Have you thought about this? Have you thought, about- yeah, that's kind of interesting. Like, you no, know, you make a good point. I'll have to think about that. There's none of that, which is which is really what I try hard to do. It's it's always like people just feel like they have to like subtly like correct me to get back to like saying the right thing or like, like. oh, no, you can't think that. We're supposed to all think the same. Like we gotta, I gotta make sure I, oh, yeah. So they always say something like, yeah,
0: but you know, it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, or just, they just also tell me you don't agree. They also, yeah, or they don't want to hurt your feelings, you know, or they're yeah. great, or they're too, they don't want to get too political correct or be too political correct. And I was just like, yeah, oh my God, you guys, this is, this is bad. Yeah, it's like, let's <laughs> just talk. Sides. It's not even one side, it's all sides.
1: That's true. That's true. It is, it is all sides. I mean, you know, honestly, like some of the best conversations I've had around like that type of stuff is talking to people who genuinely just like disagreed with me and like just them telling me straight up like here's what I think about you know um, like taxes or like here's what I think about like drug legalization or whatever and then me being able to, to like just listen to them honestly and be like yeah that's yeah I see I see why that's important to you I see what well here's how I feel about it and here's the, the angle that I'm coming at it from and I've had conversations where people come back to me later and they're like, Hey man, remember that thing you said like a year ago, that really changed my mind. Cause I had to think about this point. I'd never thought about that. Doesn't happen unless you just tell people what you really think. Yeah. It's okay to disagree. Like you don't have to like hate each other cause you disagree, but like be honest enough to disagree and like, let them think about what you think and think about what they think. Consider their points too. Like, don't be so afraid of something somebody else has to say that you're just going to act like it's going to like <laughs> totally Monique just came in the room and Deandre's sorry. <laughs> it's okay. Hi! Deandre's laughing because he could see her in the background, but and yeah, like don't, don't be like afraid of hearing an opinion that you disagree with. Cause that just means you're not secure in your own opinions. Like maybe you should hear opinions that you disagree with and then like shore up what you really think, which is what Deandre does all the time for me. I'm just like, Hey man, like I think this thing. And he's like, Franco, that's bullshit. Like, here's why. And then I have to think about it. And so, and a lot of times I fire back, and I'm like, No, you're wrong. Because, of this. but it all it helps. It's good to like hear somebody else's thoughts, not just your own, reflected back at you.
0: Yeah, Franco's a very uh, well. Fuck you. I'm gonna do it my way, and then goes and does it. And he's like, Yeah, that totally didn't work. I'm my, that was my bad. I should I should Or I or, do have or, to. I do have that problem. Yeah. Or whenever he like in a more softer note, he'll like. Hey, tell me something I should watch. I want to find something new to watch. Never watches the show, goes off and watches something else. Like, what what was the point of me giving you that advice then?
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. I do that. DeAndre does. I feel it's you know, DeAndre does listen to me, but like slowly over time. He's like, (laughs) Yeah, you were right about that. I, I see it now. I slowly and I see him like slowly do it. Um, except for that one time that I like was just very firm and I was like Deandre you have to do this or I'll do it
0: listen that was the beginnings of me learning to be more receptive to you all right that was that that's not fair because that was that was the catalyst that really (laughs) like okay maybe Franco's right on a lot of things um but then again we wouldn't have had this problem if you didn't leave me in the first place for your wife over there and not stay in the dorm with me and take care of me like you should (laughs) have I'm sorry I got married.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I apologize to you for that.
0: Can she hear me or is it because I'm in your headphones? She
1: can't hear you. She can hear me. I I apologize. She said she does not apologize.
0: Which is funny because she can't hear me saying that all this and you're like, I shouldn't have, never, I, I apologize for getting married. And it's really hilarious because now she's out of context for her. She doesn't,
1: <laughs> she doesn't have the, You don't have the full context of the conversation, but.
0: we are going to just tell by DeAndre's face he's talking shit.
1: She said she can tell by DeAndre's <laughs> face he's talking shit. <laughs> can you hear that? Could you hear her?
0: I can hear her. She just can't hear me. Oh,
1: okay. Um, anyway. Thank you guys for tuning in to this season three finale or I'm sorry. Wait, what? (laughs) (laughs) Season three premiere.
0: That's awesome. We'll be back next year. Season four on its way. Um, Yeah. See you guys.
1: See you guys next year.
0: Um, No, thank you for joining us on our little special episode. That's a special episode. Uh, I I don't know. I was going to say two and a half, season two and a half. Slash three, but here we are, season three. Cause Franco went and said it. We're in season three. Um, season three. We are. What? What was my thought on season on this? I, I had a thought, and then I started like picking on your marriage again, like I do. Um, I don't know, but we're coming right back. Yo, I can't oh, wait yeah.
1: till you till you're married. I I told you under this the other day. I can't wait until he's married, so I can like have all kinds of inside jokes with his wife that make him uncomfortable.
0: And this is why I'm never getting married. Um, (laughs) um, But what I was going to say was we're we're back season three. We'll be back a little bit later, but take this episode in stride, take it in pieces. It's a long one Um, and it's going to be boring because we're talking about Bitcoin and we're talking about things that are exciting when you're involved, but you're... If you're lost, you're going to hate us or fight us like Franco does to me. And he's like, what, what do they know? What do they, they don't know
1: <laughs> about our audience? Like, what do they know? They don't know What do they know? And, anything.
0: No, not the audience. I'm saying like what you do, or <laughs> they're going to argue with uh, being like, we don't know what we're talking about.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: And yeah, you, I see you, what you mean. Right. Like yeah. we're still, we'll, we're still learning it and it, there's a lot to learn, mm-hmm. um, but this is adulthood. We never stop learning. We never stop going to school, even after we graduated.
1: Never stop going to school. That's right.
0: Well, um,
1: we'll see you guys next time. Good night.
0: You're the only one I do this show with. Don't you lie to me. I don't do this show with nobody else. I mean, maybe not this show, but he, he, <laughs> you're a little tramp these days. Um... <laughs> I was going to say, you made, it, you made it sound like I was making you wait forever. I hadn't gotten the link yet. I'm over here waiting for this link, and you're like, come back. <laughs> I, I was waiting for a full minute. Oh, a whole minute. A whole a minute, minute of my life, yeah. gone. Spent on the other podcasts or... Uh... <laughs> or whatever things you writing these days.
1: Well, maybe. I was never going to talk about the other podcasts on this podcast, but you just did. I mean, why wouldn't you
0: plug that shit?
1: I mean, maybe. If you guys want to hear me talk more about MMA, you can listen to Cross Podcast, and there's another one that's coming soon, but um, I'll talk about that when it happens. But this will always be my number one. This will always be my first. This will always be the real OG
0: a line again everything about that was a lie except that last part (laughs) the real OG the real OG because it's obviously the first one that started but all that other shit is crap I've been neglected we the show's been neglected by you you pushed us aside for all the other podcasts
1: I guess this wouldn't be an episode of Discussion Ready without you doing this everybody's (laughs) used to it I
0: know they're like (laughs) but am <laughs> i wrong am i wrong though yes yes you are <laughs> <laughs> am i wrong never the show, sir.
1: oh my god um i hope you guys like the new art
0: yeah i do too like let us know what you think i think it catches more it doesn't fall into the background as much um makes me feel a little more legit that it says our name on it oh yeah i didn't think about this the fact the other one did it <laughs> yeah um did you upgrade did you already put this on anchor and apple and all them yeah
1: so when you download the podcast um i think it's on all the apps now it took me like 10 seconds for it to upload to spotify which is where i listen to the show um so i'm assuming it's the same on itunes and i don't know about like soundcloud if you listen to it i don't even know if it's on soundcloud but like places like that
0: the podcast just like all the other hosts say yeah yeah uh, yeah exactly uh, we need to we need to get back into the funny things we need to make humorous moments happen again in the show I can't keep pulling the weight for myself here um, <laughs> excuse me <laughs> I feel like well you just said I make the show it wouldn't be discussion ready without it
1: builder seller no you- playing that you guys. In chance. this
0: context, I'm the building and you are in the cellar. Um, hold on. Say, say that again. <laughs> Forgot about this. In this context, I'm the building and you're in the cellar. We need it's to a bombed. get. bombed. The... We need it's to get le- bombed. Oh my god, we need to get like a legit soundboard in our studio that like we could just click on.
1: Yeah, uh, there might be
0: a studio in our future, you guys. There might be. Since it's in the works, funded by cryptocurrencies. That's right. Um, amongst other things, you're right. I forgot about the the studio idea that we were talking about. <laughs> in actuality, I was just joking, but you're right. There is actually a word. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. I can't wait for us to get vaccinated or vaccinated enough that we can go back out in the world. And Franco will not be ashamed to see me again. Gonna and going to be to the gills. And son, he can breathe my air. <laughs> That's right. And breathe all the air. All the air. And I can hang out again. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Won't be too long. Too much longer, hopefully. Um,
0: it doesn't have to be long now. You can do it now. I don't know why everybody and their mom, not just you, but after I had COVID and everything, everyone's like, we're going to wait like a month and a half. And I'm like, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's It's, it's got to be sketchy. I don't know. You're not, you're not sketchy. You're not sketchy. It's like people are sketchy
0: but um including me glad you guys are here with us uh hopefully we need to do a better push at getting more audience members and more involvement in the show but that will happen if you
1: like this episode do us a favor and send it to a friend
0: yeah let's you... let's start garnishing more like if you think this is good for someone of your friends that are a little weird or uh you know should join bitcoin because you've already done that and you want mm. to that puppy up so we all get more money Um. Mm -hmm.
1: and if you really like this episode you could go to patreon.com slash discussion ready 505 and you can sign up to support the show once a month and that'll mean you get a bonus episode once a month and you can get access to live events you can get access to things we write and record and other stuff like that there's gonna be a bunch of new cool stuff up there pretty soon we're gonna do a lot of cool new
0: stuff for season three just gonna experiment this is the experimental year i think i feel like i said that yeah. last year but you know we're just gonna experiment we're gonna see what works we're gonna start sticking things to the wall yeah that's right. um Stick did you update the patreon the wall. what did you update the patreon picture
1: that one i still have to update that's the <laughs> only one i haven't updated Cool. cool, cool. uh yeah. and twitter did you do the twitter yeah you did twitter mm-hmm. it's yeah, And instagram up. Um, where you guys can follow us at ReadyPod on Instagram and Twitter. And if you cannot afford to sign up on Patreon, we understand because it's hard out here, as DeAndre said, for everybody, not just for podcasters. So if you can leave us a review on iTunes, that would mean a lot.
0: Listen, you either uh, start a podcast or an OnlyFans these days. Bam. (laughs) I mean, and one real. of them, one of them garnishes you some kind of money. Guess which one? Onlyfans.
1: I need to <sighs> good your for, body. Good for, good for not those not girls. Unzip, unzip
0: that. There's, there's guys on there too. The guys
1: too. Good for everybody who's 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 doing that. Good, yeah, good, good, for them.
0: For, good for those ones that are pulling in the money too. That are like just like living it up, being like, I don't even have to pay for anything. People pay for it for me. <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i mean um, but yeah yeah we need to get back to uh we need to experiment we need to just mess around with the show and get people engaged involved and let's start making season three a powerful season that gets noticed
1: yeah I, and again like if you if you like this send it to somebody you know help us out help us help you to help us up. The circle of life. I, I don't I can't sing right now, it's too late. I was gonna I was gonna belt out that next part of that song. I just I...
0: I... <laughs> Yeah, not do it's In the show, it's what it is. That I oh. can't <laughs> There you go. It's a lot more like Guido now. Oh, boy. <laughs> w- w- isn't Guido like a slur? <laughs> like... Or am I wrong? I I don't know now. <laughs> <laughs> now I thought know. it was like
1: a disparaging name. I could be wrong.
0: It's <laughs> a... So a man especially an italian american regarded as vain aggressively masculine and socially unsophisticated wow wow okay okay i can live up to that i can own that
1: i still don't know if it's offensive so i'm not gonna say it but
0: (laughs) oh my god i'm glad people watch our show
1: (laughs) me too thank you guys for listening i hope everybody's having a good start to their new year um yeah, thanks for being here. We and love you guys. We'll be back. We're we will plant, be back. But we'll be back. We'll yes. be back. We'll be back.
0: I'm in the show already. I mean, oh, we'll, we'll be, be back. back. the stop recording button. Stop being creepy. <laughs> <reading. laughs>